Ocean FM. The gardening slot on Northwest Today, thanks to Feeney's Garden Centre, Glen Carr, offering the most useful lawn care tips. Feeney's Garden Centre, Glen Carr. Liam, you're welcome back, and, and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Niall. Liam Feeney's with us from Feeney's Garden Centre in Glen Carr, and um, I think Jean puts it best, Liam. Uh, the gardening slot, daffodils, longer evenings, and Liam Feeney back on the radio. Spring has sprung for sure. Looking forward to all his wonderful information. Uh, welcome back, she says, as uh, indeed lots of people are saying this morning. So thanks for joining us. And we look Thank forward you, to a, um, a, a nice gardening season ahead. Um, right, OK, it is daffodil season, Liam. So where do we start? I mean, the work starts now, really, if it hasn't started already, would you say? Well, I tell you, Niall, now that we have a little bit of time uh, after COVID and all that that brought, we'll, I, what I'm going to say first before we get on any plants or anything, and there's plenty to do, but the first thing I'll say is we are heading towards a little more sustainability, a little more biodiversity. Nutrition, obviously, will be talked about through and through the programme, and definitely the carbon and the benefits of planting and the carbon footprint. If you plant a tree, it's all uh, helpful to the environment. So we'll go through all that on and off through the programme, if you don't mind me saying that end of it. Now, because the truth of it is, Niall, we are, each and every one of us, we're coming to terms with the changes and the practices. Uh, And I mean, we're just coming to terms with all of this Uh, biodiversity, sustainability, and I mean, it's on everybody's shoulders to do something, everybody. Now, I suppose the two uh, things that I would ask people to ponder on are how many children, the present-day child from maybe four up until 12, how many of those children know how to plant a packet of seeds, watch them germinate, and in turn watch them either produce a flower or a vegetable. It really doesn't matter. But I'm afraid there's not enough emphasis on what we're doing for children because they are ultimately the people that's going to be on the planet when we're all gone. Mm. So I just ask that of people just to think about it for a minute. I mean, we are involved in some schools and the truth of it is, it's so easy for a child to mop up information. They take it in like a sponge. And I'm wondering, are there a lot of children out there that aren't aware of how things grow, how things are started off as a small seed, etc., etc.? So I just throw that out to you and make your own decision on it. Uh, in fairness, Niall, we're starting the year much earlier than previous, but... In fairness, it's very mild. A lot of people have cut their lawns uh, in the past couple of dry days, and a lot of people will cut their lawns in the next couple of dry days. Uh, look at the lawn. Take take an assessment of whether you think it is mossy or whether it needs a little bit of fertilizer. Now is a great chance. I mean, cutting lawns in February. God almighty, I don't know. It's a good while since we cut one in February anyways. But... Uh, so, take a look at your lawn. Get ahead of the posse. If you can, try and do something before the end of this month, and definitely March is going to be very busy because you have 
how is your apple trees have they been pruned? How is yeah. your pear trees have they been pruned? Your current bushes, your raspberries, your rhubarb, uh, all of those things are going to be very, very important. Uh, so I suppose they are urgent jobs. You need to get at them. If you need a little bit of advice, don't be afraid to ring us. Don't be afraid to contact us, call out to us, whatever, because you'll get good advice. But now is the time. We're probably three weeks ahead in terms of growth. Now, it could well happen, Niall, that we get a kick in the teeth with a spell of bad weather. But at the moment... Uh, conditions are right for all these jobs, so you need to get out and get at them. All right, okay. Well, that's a very philosophical start uh, to to the gardening season. And there's, well, there's lots of good wishes coming your way. Uh, you're obviously a, a, a popular contributor to the programme, and you think you know that anyway. In any case, let's let's get to some of the questions. Good morning. I'm glad Liam is back on uh, for the coming months. Um, Question one for him. Can I cut hydrangea back yet or is it too soon? Uh, green leaves are starting to come out. And question two, when should I cut back my Escalonia hedge? So here we are, straight into it. Uh, well, uh, the first thing now is the hydrangea. Okay, it probably has the old spent flowers on it from last year. So you can do two things with your hydrangea this time of the year. First of all, uh, if your hydrangea has got unruly and has got untidy and you really know that it needs to be cut back hard, uh, in late March, it's time to get cracking. If you're giving it a hard haircut, you need to, you won't have flowers this year, but it all, sometime sooner or later, it's going to hit every single one of us where we have to cut back the hydrangea harder than we would have liked. But definitely, if you want flowers on it this year, Get in, take the spent flowers all off, cut back uh, to the second or third uh, bud down the stem. But don't go any deeper. If you want flowers this year, don't go any deeper. And it's okay. Hydrangea is one of the few plants that you can actually need to get on top of now. So uh, cut back two buds or three buds into the stem if you want flower. If you realise my hydrangea has overgrown its place, you'll give it a hard haircut. Uh, I'd keep that one a little later, maybe yeah. until the end of March, but you won't have flowers this year. Now, with your Annabelle varieties, yeah. or any of your, 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 if you want to call it uh, Annabelle and the Panaculatas, you can actually cut them back very hard because they flower on this year's growth. So if you can understand what I'm saying, Niall, yeah. you need to know the variety that you're dealing with. If it's Annabelle or similar, you can cut them back right hard because they flower on this year's growth. The other hydrangeas, the Red Baron or the Eskimo or whatever hydrangea you have, if you want flowers this year, you cannot be too hard. Right, OK. Uh, from the Escalonia to the fuchsia hedge, I uh, want to plant a fuchsia hedge. When should I begin to do that and plan for well, it? Well, fuchsia hasn't even started to come into growth yet, so it's a good time to plant your fuchsia hedge. Uh, now is a good time because you're going to get it potted anyway. It's not a thing you're going to get it bare-rooted. Uh, maybe... Last year you took some cuttings and they've rooted out. Leave them in ground yet because I think there's a sting in the tail of this weather coming down the line. Now, uh, the second thing you asked there in the beginning question, Niall, was what about your Escalonia hedge? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, don't be too hard on it just at the moment because 
if it gets a heavy frost in the month of March, it will set it back. Now, uh, the Escalonia has got fairly... Uh, black spot is rife in Escalonia hedges, but at the same time, maybe wait until the end of March or early April before you give it a right tight haircut. Right, okay. Um, yeah, and f- let's let's get this one out of the way. Again, people wondering, uh, cutting the lawn. Is it too soon to cut a lawn now, or should I wait? I've seen lots of lawns cut. Not lots, yeah, but I, some, some lawns cut. But is it is it too soon in general? No, it's not, Niall. It's a great time to get an even lawn because what happens in growth over the winter, I mean, uh, you'll have it a little bit higher in one corner, a little bit lower in the middle maybe. So it's a great time to get that even lawn cut. You can follow on three or four days later with your lawn treatments. If you're going to address the moss issue, it's a great time to get started on your on your sulphate of iron. If you want a good tonic, it's probably the best in my estimation. There are plenty of other products available. So the choice is yours. Right, okay. Um, do, 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 where we go next? Um, yeah, cutting the lawns, we, we've got that one, yeah. Um, what are Liam's views on trees being planted on the roadside? Um, so I, I presume it's it's on someone's land. Uh, I'm not clear what well, you mean. But trees being planted yeah, on the roadside. I suppose the truth of it is, Niall, you have to understand that the council owns a certain portion of the road and probably up to the hedge that was already there, the one that was existing. So the county council owns that portion of the road. And the other thing about it is the last thing you want is a tree that's going to uh, obstruct the views or have to be taken down because it's a danger. So uh, planting trees by all means, and I mean, that is the, the time that we're living in now. I mean... It doesn't matter to me, Niall. I'm not going to get into a a dispute over what are the best trees to plant because as far as I'm concerned, every single tree extracts carbon from the air. Right, so, so, yeah, okay. All right, okay, Liam, a good time to spray weed killer. And I know you, you had all the caveats uh, last year before we started in relation to weed killer and the do's and don'ts and so forth, but... For those in a position uh, to to spray weed killer, when is a good time to do so? Well, it's not a good time now, Niall. Mm. And I mean, the truth of it is uh, you can go six weeks further on into mid-April, late April, if you are going to spray a weed killer on your lawn for your daisies or for your uh, buttercups or whatever is in the, uh, the lawn. The other thing I say is be responsible Decide what you need to what you need to put out, what chemical you're using, and I mean there are loads and loads of chemicals there for gardeners. I'm not sure those chemicals are going to be with us in five years' time. I don't think so. There's lots of questions coming in in relation to this, and there's some photographs coming our way as well. Um, and it's a very beautiful plant that somebody shows us in a, in a white pot. But the general question coming in: Can you ask Liam when getting pots ready? for a new year for the new year plants so what they're saying is should you be replacing the old compost and soil in in pots or not or can we use the one from last year I'll put it this way to you Niall compost and soil are nothing more than the vessels vessels that hold the nutrients so uh, if soil gets starved you have to make a decision am I going to add to that soil to bring it up to a standard that it can grow a plant. Same with the compost. I mean, a lot of the the fertilizers in the composts are gone after three months, maybe four months. So 
can you use the same soil again or the same compost again? Yes, you can. But you have to look at your nutrition. Uh, what are you going to put in to that soil or compost to leave it that it will carry whatever growth you're deciding to put into it? Right, okay. Or you can replace it one or other. Okay, there's never a week goes by that we don't get a question, and we will get lots of them in the coming months in relation to uh, rose bushes and when to cut them back. So when when does all that process uh, begin? Well, it, it, we are in a nearlier time than than previously. I think the growth is very, very early and I think all roses should be pruned in the next two weeks. That'll bring you into about the 10th of March. It's running maybe, uh, normally I would say the 17th of March it needs to be done. But there's some lovely growth on roses at the moment. So what you do when you cut your rose or when you prune your rose, you're pushing that same growth down to the base of the plant where it should be in the first place anyway. And uh, if you're pruning, use a clean secateurs. Very, very yeah. important. Use a clean secateurs because you don't want to be spreading uh, viruses or whatever through the cuts of the rose. So it is a good time to start pruning now. Right, OK. Um, Gazon Rooster. Have you heard of that, Liam? Somebody says it's an organic product. It's great for killing moss and it won't leave black marks. Have you ever heard of that, Look Gazon at, Rooster? Uh, uh, Nile. There are so many products out there. Some I like, some I don't like. Uh, it, I haven't heard of that product, nor I'm not going to get into a, a discussion on it. Yeah. Uh, it's down to people's personal tastes. I, I think a lot of the products that are available aren't fit to do the job properly. What happens is uh, a man walks into a garden centre and he's told this will kill his moss. He comes out, he uses it. And the next thing uh, he's wondering six weeks later why the moss is growing back. Yeah. And the truth of it is it's an ongoing process, but it can be kept at bay. That's for definite. Right, OK. A donkey manure, is it good for growing vegetables? Would you recommend it, Liam, or not? Donkey manure or horse manure would be my last choice because it's very fibrous. It takes a long time to break down uh, where, for argument's sake, if you're using well-rotted farmyard manure, it seems to be really, really good for the soil. And I think in the next year, that's going to be very important because that's getting back to your sustainability again. Are you feeding the soil and are you feeding it with a product that can create a wormery, can create all that positive environment um, okay um, do, 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 do. yeah um, sulphate of iron I'm going to put sulphate of iron on a very mossy lawn at the moment I'm wondering if I put it on now would it still be black in mid-April no it won't well uh, look it's a tonic for a start the first thing about sulphate of iron is it is both um, it will deal with the moss and it's a great tonic. Yes, you'll have it black for a while. Depending on the amount of moss that's in your lawn, that'll dictate how black it will get. Truth of it is, come next May or June, I mean, you'd want a, you'd want a, a magnifying glass to see the blackness down in the in the growth. So, if you're Using sulphate of iron, so be it. Put it out on your lawn. Get it out now. Uh, the black is one thing, but the question is, do you need to follow up with fertility 
shortly afterwards, maybe in the middle of March or whatever. Because mm. it's one thing killing the moss. The next thing is you need to you need to encourage the grass to populate that area that the moss is leaving open. Right, OK. I'll take one more question before we finish. We were talking about fuchsia hedges earlier. This person wants to know, can they cut back? When can they cut back their fuchsia a shrub and set from slips? And how would you do that? Well, uh, uh, what, what I'm getting from that, Nile is... It's probably a fuchsia shrub, so it's Mrs. Poplar Tom Tom, right? Or Rickertonia or whatever you're using as the shrub. They're all identical in, in how you deal with them. It is a good time to prune back your fuchsia. It's a very good time to prune it back. Uh, I certainly wouldn't go any lower than 10 inches from the ground. It has a habit, in particular the shrub types, they have a habit of regenerating themselves from the bottom anyway. I'm not so worried about them. Even your ordinary fuchsia hedge, now is a good time to get in. Uh, you're wondering, is it dead? Is it alive? But it's, it will recover. Good for me now, for definite. All right, OK. All right, so well, it's good to have you back, and thanks again. We didn't get around to all the queries, unfortunately. Jerry's been on in relation to um, the point you were making, Liam, about uh, more, more children being involved in gardening, and I think you're absolutely right. And Jerry makes the point, but if you bring children out gardening and they go into school with muck under their hands. Uh, sorry, if, if, I take, if, I take, if, if the children end up with muck in their hands, the parents will be ringing the headmaster looking for their teacher's head in the block and that's the way the children are being brought up today. So what he's saying is if you're teaching gardening in school, uh, it, wouldn't be, it would be frowned upon for children to go home with muck in their hands. I don't know, under their nails. But I anyway, don't know, Niall, but yeah. I am just saying, uh, if you want to ponder the question, yeah. how many children have watched their parents planting seed and watching what that seed does. First of all, it goes into a juvenile state. Yeah. Next thing, you're either getting a lovely flower or a lovely vegetable. And I mean, it is a great process to get children involved in. And, and uh, it's a happy one more than anything else. It's very, very happy. Children are like sponges. They soak everything up. Absolutely. All right, and they're soaking up what you're saying this morning, Liam. Thanks uh, very much for uh, week one of In the Garden. We'll talk to you again next Tuesday, Liam. Thanks very much. Very good morning to you. Thanks a lot. Liam Feeney at Eric Feeney's Garden Centre in Glencar. Ocean FM. The gardening slot on Northwest Today. Thanks to Feeney's Garden Centre, Glencar. Offering the most useful lawn care tips. Feeney's Garden Centre, Glencar.